his intelligence is limited it comes to a certain point and full stop can't think further whereas we have to reach jannat paradise that's our destination and the intelligence itself is deficient because it comes to a point it can't think further can't guide further allah loves us so much Allah gave us deen, beautiful revelation that came to a film. Deen. And this deen now, when man brings that intelligence under deen, inshallah he'll be progressing. Progressing and he'll be reaching his destination inshallah. Now, just understand this, the protection of deen. How protective, how safe. Example of the royal falcon. A royal falcon living in the royal palace, enjoying royal food, enjoying royal protection. But unfortunately, this royal falcon, every now and then it's peeping out through the window. And it's admiring the other falcons high in the sky. Free, I'm locked up. So one day, no one was around, the one window was left open. So royal falcon said, this is my chance, freedom. I need to move, free. The royal falcon escape that excitement freedom flying high all of that excitement not watching well uh, the royal falcon hits into something and falls to the ground unconscious an old man walking past he sees poor bird he takes it to care for it innocent old man not realizing this is a royal falcon takes it home the first time he's seeing a falcon now he's trying to get it right the first time he's seeing now so big wings this thing got and he's thinking in his mind innocent that uh, this falcon doesn't look after itself, so big wings. So he trimmed the wings. I need to care for this bird. Trim the wings. Then he saw the claws. Innocence of this old man, he says, okay, you're a, really you're a naughty bird. You don't look after yourself. So long nails. So he clipped the claws. Then he saw the beak. Then he said, I got angry with this bird. You don't look after yourself at all. He cut the beak as well. Now while he was trimming and clipping and cutting, he heard outside the soldiers of the royal palace shouting out, has anyone found the royal falcon? The old man got worried now. They mustn't find me with this thing in here. Quickly grabbed the bird, opened the door. No one was there. He left the falcon on the road and comes back into the home. Soldiers walked past. They were too happy. They found the falcon. They go to the palace. We brought the royal falcon back home. Now when the king saw the royal falcon, its condition. By now the royal falcon was conscious again, but nice and hungry. The king placed some royal meat, the royal bowl, the royal falcon to enjoy. The royal falcon tried to open the wings and fly and reach the meat, only to realize my wings are gone and it fell to the ground. Then the royal falcon hops, comes to the meat, tries, tries to throw the claws in to tear the meat. Only to realize my claws are gone. Then he bends down to eat. Only to realize my beak is gone. There's two main lessons here. One is, you see this royal falcon was enjoying royal protection of the royal palace. Outwardly it seemed like restriction. I'm locked up. But in reality this restriction was protection. But the moment this royal falcon moved on desire, I want to be free. I want to be free. And he came out of royal protection of the royal palace and moving on desire, freedom. What the falcon thought was freedom ended up destruction. Allah save us what happens to us sometimes. We don't realize. Our deen outwardly sometimes feel restriction. But realize it's not restriction. It's protection. As long as the man is moving on the command of Allah, the beautiful sunnah of Nabi Karim sallallahu that's protection. But the moment I move on desire, I want to be free. I want to do what my desire says to do. Outwardly I'm feeling freedom. The moment I leave the command of Allah, the sunnah of Nabi sallallahu outwardly I'll feel freedom. In reality it's my destruction. That's one. 
The second lesson, you see that old man, he meant very well. So he exercised his intelligence. I want to care and help this bird. But he ended, he ended up destroying the bird. In all that the trimming and clipping and cutting, he destroyed that bird, that falcon. So sometimes a person he uses intelligence, he means good, but he doesn't realize intelligence is limited, is deficient. Intelligence needs to be under deen. I can't be a slave to intelligence. That what my reasoning, what my understanding. If a person is going to outwardly is feeling I'm helping deen, I'm promoting deen, I'm caring for deen, but he ends up chopping and changing and diluting and mincing and changing, rearranging. He destroyed the deen. The original. We have the original. Keep it original. That's one great need right now to keep Islam original. Not to change. Now, Munana Ibrahim Devla Sahib, he mentioned so beautifully, he said, this deen, very rewarding. But if you look at the world, you look at a country, you look at the laws of man, the best they can do is punish. For example, person is driving on the highway, supposed to be 120, but he's moving 150. So he broke the rule, so they'll fine him. So the law of man is punish, fine. But that same man is driving 120 all the way. You'll never find the policeman stop him. You're a very good driver, keeping to the speed limit. There's a prize for you. Man won't reward. The law of a country can't reward. Too poor. But the deen of Allah, naturally, if we break the law of Allah, there's punishment. But every little we do, good, it's rewarding. Rewarding. And not just rewarding. Allah Ibrahim Sahib said this after. Deen is re- even though we're not deserving. To understand this now, imagine one tailor. So, he sewed some clothes for us. And he says, right, pay. Okay, he did the sewing for me, so 500, whatever it may be, I'll pay. So we'll pay him because benefit for us. He sewed the clothes for us. But if that tailor sews clothes for himself, and then he comes to us and says, pay, we'll say, brother, pay for what? You you sewed clothes for yourself. Benefit is for you. There's no benefit for me. Why should I pay? So that's us. But look at the deen of Allah. Look at our Allah. Rewarding, even though we're not deserving. I'm sleeping, I'm drinking, I'm eating for myself. But because I'm sleeping on my right side, I'm eating with my right hand, drinking with my right hand, it's rewarding me. Allah is rewarding me, although there's no benefit for Allah. Full benefit is myself, I'm sleeping for myself. So understand our deen, protecting, rewarding, even though we're not deserving. And this deen is complete to appreciate the complete nature of deen. You see, one is glad tidings and the other is warning. Generally, we only want to listen to glad tidings, good news. Warning, cautioning, Molana, please now, don't touch that topic. But to understand and to appreciate what's a warning. Now, the man is driving on the highway 220. He doesn't know at the end of the road, Mr. Policeman is standing there with his pretty camera. He doesn't know. And he's moving 220. Now, the cars in the opposite lane, they know. Because they saw Mr. Poisa at the bottom there. Now this person is moving at 2.20. What will he appreciate at that moment? Because he doesn't know Mr. Police is at the bottom of the road. Those cars in the opposite lane, instead of flashing and warning, that brother, camera waiting for you down the road, take it easy. Instead of doing that, if they start waving and they're hooting that hey, you're doing a good job, he get more excited, he put you 2.40. And when Mr. Policeman stops him, what will go through his heart? You knew and you congratulating and waving. You didn't warn me. Now understand, our deen, Allah will always have amongst us such ulama out of love. Understand the word love and understand the language of love. 
out of love because they care for us. They'll warn us. We're moving at such speed. Brother, where are you going? You're forgetting. Home loan, car loan, you were the bank. Where are you going? Interest? You had war with Allah. How will there ever be peace in life? The warning is given. Not they're trying to stop us that look here. I don't want you to enjoy life. No. There's a bigger life coming after death. Now there's warning. And to understand uh, warning in Prophet Ibrahim Salih he gives the example more. He says, uh, Mullah Abdul Hamid Sahib gives the example. He says you're in a gathering. And unfortunately it's a mixed gathering. Men, women, together. Now we know it's forbidden. And uh, to add to it, there's some music playing also forbidden. And there's some videoing happening, also forbidden. Photographs taken, also forbidden. Now there's so much of... Now, the whole audience is facing front. And there's someone in the front. And he can see at the back, entering the gathering. He's on big snake. Now if he says, uh, you know what, you're having a good party here. I don't want to spoil the fun. Let them carry on enjoying. I don't want to... If I tell him about the snake, I'm going to spoil the fun. So he remains silent. And Mr. Snake comes in, takes a few lives with the command of Allah. And after it all, they come to know that this man in the front knew and he didn't warn. He just stood there silent watching their lives go. Understand when an alim, out of love, he's seeing what's happening. So he'll be warning. Brother, what you're doing is out of love. If he remains silent and tomorrow the man goes to Jahannam, fire, will he appreciate that you, Molana, you knew I was doing wrong, but you never had a heart to come and tell me what I'm doing is wrong. So that person who comes up to us and tell us, brother, you're doing wrong, instead of getting angry, you should kiss his hand. Because very few will find like that today. Otherwise the rest will say, I don't want to spoil the fun. Everyone must carry on enjoying. Enjoying? But for how long? And now, when the warning is given, it has to be given in clear words. Not so unclear and ambiguous that those don't even get the message what the man is saying. I imagine if I stand in the front there and I tell the gathering, uh, you know there's something called a snake. And you know snakes can be dangerous too. And you mustn't go near them. And if I'm speaking that roundabout language, by the time those who are seated, they get the message. Maybe a few lives already gone. I have to get straight to the point. There's a snake coming. Brothers move. I'm not spoiling your fun. I'm warning you. So understand the language of love. Warning is love. It's not shouting. It's love. And uh, if that snake comes seeing, I can't now... Say softly, sweetly, hey brother, watch out, the snake is coming. So sweetly. I have to say, brothers, move. Emergency, urgency. Understand the language of love. We are so fortunate till today. We have elders around us. Such ulama are of love. Time and again they'll warn us. Don't do this. Don't do this. You're not stopping us from fun and enjoying. No. Understand the bigger picture. How long can I enjoy? I'm going to die just now. There's something called akhirat after. And Allah Ta'ala informs us in the Qur'an Majid, the Banu Israel, they stole their deen. We're so fortunate, we still have ulama, that inshallah will never sell our deen. The Banu Israel sold their deen. The Jewish scholars, they changed the command of Allah in exchange for commercial gains from the people. How it worked out? If a person came up to them for a ruling, so they told a person exactly what he wanted to hear, provided he paid for it. You know, you see me right, I see you right. This right business is not right, it's wrong, 100% wrong. The man is changing deen, changing deen. When we buy a car, we don't buy the car because the hooter sounds very good. Hey, let me test the hooter. A smart hooter, let's buy the car. No one buys a car because the hooter sounds good. The hooter may sound very good, but if there's no engine in the car, where would that smart sounding hooter take us? 
there's no engines. Unfortunately, sometimes we're just chasing the sound, the twang, the accent. Not worried what's the content, what the man is speaking. We is taking us. And a person is sometimes on this YouTube, that social media, and uh, he's just chasing entertainment. Sounds good. Sounding very good, but what's the man's heart? Does he have Allah at heart? Because one you get is an entertainer. Entertainer when he speaks, his main concern is the crowd. I mustn't hurt anyone. Because if I hurt anyone, I'm going to lose the hit. But I need a lot of hit. I need a good hiding. The social media hits. He's more worried about the crowd. So he'll change Allah's deen, Nabi Karim some sunnah. But as long as I got the crowd, everyone must listen to me. Follow me. That's an entertainer. Then you have a sincere speaker. Sincere speaker when he speaks, his main concern is Allah's deen. A thousand hearts can break. Leave breaking one command of Allah. I won't change a single command of Allah. The deen of Allah. The original. Not changing. Not diluting. And to understand the end result of this, you know, you take oud. Concentrated, original, pure oud. If you take one drop and you place, that fragrance is concentrated. Long lasting, because it's concentrated. Long lasting. Maybe for days that fragrance will last. It's concentrated. But if you have another fragrance diluted, can empty the whole bottle on ourselves. After a while, there's no fragrance. It was diluted. In the same way, one is that sincere alim of deen who's concentrated. His main concentration is Allah, the deen of Allah, the sunnah of Nabi Wasallam. Because this concentration, he'll speak a few words. And with the command of Allah, lives are changing, coming unto deen. Then you have an entertainer. He's on the YouTube, social media entertainer. He's diluted. Diluted in dunya, the world. Because his main concern is the crowd and the money, which is temporary. He'll change. And he's not only diluted, he's actually diluted deen as well. The command of Allah, the sunnah of Nabi Wasallam. Hours and hours I'm listening to YouTube. To entertain us many a time. Hours and hours. Just entertaining myself. How much of change in my life? Deen is to change us. We are not there to change Deen. To suit us. Never. A time has to come in a man's life. He says, look here now. I had enough of entertainment now. I need to come onto treatment. Because when I go to the doctor, I don't tell the doctor, you doctor, you're a boring doctor. Last 30 years I'm coming to you. You give me the old boring brown syrup. Make it a pink one today, a blue one tomorrow. Doctor will say, look here brother, you want treatment, you come to me. Entertainment, go somewhere else. We don't go to the doctor for entertainment. We go for treatment. Deen is not an entertainment path. Just to have a good time. Just listen to what we want to listen. What we desire to listen. It's treatment. To get this heart right. And to end off on this point, Nabi Akrim Wasallam, one of his greatest fears for his ummah was regarding every hypocrite who has the control of the language. You know, we say gift of the gab. Sweet poison. Sounds so sweet, but full of poison. Outwardly, very flowery. But inwardly, absolutely empty. Outwardly, speaking Arabic, quoting Quran, quoting Hadith. But in reality, misinterpretation, modernization. He's diluting and changing the whole Islam. Allah give us that understanding. Our deen is original. Our real jihad and effort today is to keep the deen in its original. Allah give us the correct understanding.